Hey everyone, this is Bob Leahy at Life Church in Chico, California. Welcome to the Midweek Pastors Podcast. This is a way for us to go beyond the sermon through conversation, questions and answers, deep dives into topics, and interviews. Whether it be in your car, at the gym, or hiking in Upper Park, we hope that this podcast really encourages and equips you wherever you're at. Hey, Life Church friends, Bob Leahy here with Pastor Jeff for another midweek pastor's podcast. Um, today is really going to be fun. Pastor Jeff has really lately been talking about uh, tr- telling the truth and standing firm on the truth. And his latest sermon series called Truth Be Told um, has been really good and really challenging. Um, And so, man, I just love it. And we're just going to dive a little deeper into uh, just kind of what the past two weeks uh, sermons have been. And so, you know, my first question for you, Jeff, like, I'm coming into this church, I'm listening to your sermons. What is really, what do you want to empower me with as I walk out on Sunday morning um, from your sermons and just from this series as a whole? Yeah, that's a great question. And real quick, though, um, you and Pastor Chris also did a podcast. I don't know if you were going to mention that. But. Oh, yeah. So uh, Pastor Chris and I also did uh, a podcast a few, probably about a month ago, uh, about speaking the truth in love. And I just feel like that's a good Absolutely. good pairing with yes. uh, with this, this podcast as well and just with the, the sermon series we're in. So if you want a little bit of uh, some some extra extra homework for you. Absolutely. I'd encourage you to go back and listen to that and just well, really. Yeah, absolutely. And, and Paul, I mean, I, I think the last two weeks for sure, the first two sermons in truth be told, I have said, speak truth in love, speak truth in love. Um, okay. So you asked the question, if I'm brand new at life church, what do you want me walking away with? Even uh, if I'm not new, just any, okay. anybody who comes to our church. So, like, I think um, before I even get to this series in particular, I think the overall goal is um, I don't necessarily want to give you a hand out. I want to give you a hand up. Like I want to, I want you to grab something. I, first and foremost, I want you to be encouraged. I want you to feel like you had an opportunity to meet the presence of Jesus every time you come, um, and that you'd always walk away with your hel- head held high, not downcast and shame ridden, right? That's, but that doesn't mean that we shouldn't share the truth. And I think a lot of times we don't share the truth because we think that's loving and that's actually unloving in a lot of ways when you don't share the truth, which is such a unique thing because our culture is just bombarded with all of these feelings versus, well, you can't hurt my feelings. So don't tell me the truth. I just want to hear what I want to hear. Yeah. And that's crept into the church in a lot of ways. I know I'm kind of rambling here. But what I would want anybody to walk away with with this sermon series in particular is that we've got to go back to the foundational truth of the gospel, the foundational truth of who Jesus is, that he is the truth, um, that truth is reality, that it is um, the Lord that we go to to seek truth in a world right now that is, I think, in turmoil and in chaos. Um and we've seen that through the the last, I mean, geez, just look at the political climate, look at um, George Floyd, ish, you know, like um, race issues with um, COVID. It is like- It's like one thing after another. Yeah. And, and there's a sense that, like, I'll, I'll tell you this, like, I hear people say, 
um, silence is violence. Mm. And I just go like, that is such a lie. Mm. Like I'm more vocal. Um, I'm not nearly as vocal as some other pastors and leaders that I know, but I'm, I'm not quiet either. But we do have people on our team, including like my wife, who's like, she's not going to go out on social media and just be shouting out like, this is what I believe. This is what is wrong. This is what's right. You know, like, right. but just because she's silent does not mean that she's violent. Obviously, if you know Carissa, like she's like the least <laughs> the violent person. Furthest you know. from violent. You know, so that's a lie. Yeah. So how do we seek Jesus even in something like that? Okay. But Jesus was silent a lot. Mm hmm. He, I, I see him not responding to the Pharisees just as much as I see him responding. For sure. So I, I think from this series, gaining the, um, <clears throat> I guess, the, the, the boldness to know and to believe and trust in the faith that you've been brought up in or that you've said yes to recently, that you can, you can stand firm in it yeah. and not be wishy-washy and not be so um, what Paul says, like um, blown from here to there and everywhere kind of thing. It's, it's no, I'm, I can stand firm in this and be loving at the same time. That's inviting to people instead of being judgmental and pushing people away. Totally. So, that's so good. I, I loved what you said about people walking out of here, not feeling shamed. Right. Mm-hmm. I feel like there's this, this balance, right? You don't want people to walk out of here feeling Oh, that was so good. I feel just oh so comfortable at this church. But you also don't want them to walk out of here feeling shame. You want them to walk out feeling empowered, convicted, motivated to dig into the word and to to understand the truth and to be challenged. Yes. Um and when you're challenged, you're convicted, um, you should walk out of here feeling good. Yes. And feeling empowered and motivated about your week. It's not a, a thing of shame where you go home and you mope. Mm-hmm. But oh, well, it was me. It was poor <laughs> me. How about the the thing that I'll often say? Um, go dig your own well. Mm-hmm. Like <laughs> it's like now part of church on Sunday is hey we're gonna we're gonna come alongside one another and we're gonna all dig together. Right. Um. But then you know one and a half hours a week is not enough time to dig your own well. No. So you've got to have that motivation, conviction, uh, to go dig that well to get to the source of Jesus, that this fresh water, um, the sustenance for your life, for your soul, for your for your the way you live. Um and so there is that that like tension of yeah. I don't I mean, wanna I don't wanna shame you. I an hour and a half a week of you know, consuming Jesus compared to how many other hours of the week where you're consuming something and oh man don't don't give me dude, on. like look at the statistics stuff. of how much how much tv we watch yeah and uh, goodness i'm not like i'm guilty of it too but like how much tv do you watch compared to how much of the word of god you get in how right. much church you go to how much connected Phone and use. community you get in yeah For social sure. media so yeah i you i think uh the first week of your sermon you shared something that um I thought it was kind of funny is that that Oprah quote about, um, you know, like your, like the, the power, your truth is like your, the most powerful, your truth thing is you the have. most powerful thing yeah. that you have. And I thought that was kind of comical because I think, you know, what it, they're using the wrong word there. I think what they're trying to convey is like your story, your experience. I think even us believers would say like, 
your testimony is really powerful. Mm-hmm. Um, and those things are, are important to you and your experiences and they shape you and all that stuff. But those things aren't truth. Truth is something that's universally a foundation that we can all look at and say like, yeah, that's actual like truth. Right. So, um, it's, it's just funny to me that like the wording mm-hmm. that uh, we're starting to realize that are starting to get changed. You know, the way that we were, we're trying to get cute with words. Uh, yeah. I think it's, oh man, I, I don't like to over spiritualize too much, but I do think that there's, there is the enemy is prowling around like a roaring lion. Mm. And in a way, um, if we're not aware and alert to what the word of God says, um, then we can easily be swayed to hear an Oprah who says, share your own truth. It is your, it is the most powerful thing you have, whatever she said, something mm-hmm. like that. And Oprah is obviously world renowned, well-known, successful. Mm-hmm. It sounds like the, I keep on saying it, but it's like, it sounds so good. But then there's just this little iota of like, ah, makes you kind of like, <laughs> I think of it like a puppy dog, like learning about something and they always tweak their head. And, and there's this sense of like, oh yeah, that feels so good. Yeah. But the reality is they're using this word truth or she was at least in this instance. And you see it all over the place now. Share your truth. Your truth is your truth. Mine is mine. And it is um, an attack, I think, on the actual absolute truth of Jesus. Mm-hmm. Now, she wasn't, you know, like she wasn't trying to tear Jesus down or Christianity or anything. Right. There wasn't this intentional, no, like. But there is this, like, um, yeah, mutilation of, of, of definitions <laughs> that it, it is true that, hey, we want to hear your story. Yeah, for sure. And, we don't want to, like, there's no dilution in your story. Like, let's. Yeah. Let's hear it. Your and the, experiences are powerful and yeah. they speak to who you are. Whether today. you're in the church or not. And right. whether it's a testimony <laughs> of somebody who's received Jesus and just seen the powerful work of transformation in their life, or just a traumatic experience that somebody has shared their story mm-hmm. and they survived. You know, there's a survivor. You know, you're a survivor. And so For you sure. have your story, which they're all powerful and really, really amazing stories. Yeah. But when we take the truth, say, you know, um, I think AJ Svoboda did this in one of our conferences we went to where you hold up a bottle of water yes. and depending on like my viewpoint, I could look at the bottle of water and say like, oh, it's that water's empty. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's my, that's, that's my truth about the bottle of water is that it's empty. Yes. And you could look on the other side and you, maybe the lighting's different and you can see that it's full. And you say, no, the b- water is full. And I say, no, it's, it's... but the truth <laughs> is the bottle of water is full. And yeah. like, and so I think that's where we get this confusion of like, there's actual truth in the world that we need to hold on to. And, yeah. and, and really, you know, truth in the word of God that is our, should be our foundation um, and, and should shape us from, from there on out. So yeah, absolutely. Now I, uh, how do you see, you know, I think, you know, we see churches and theology. I talk to young adults and I hear some crazy theology questions and I even hear answers that they're dead set on is like, that's, that's my, yeah, I believe that mm-hmm. even though the Bible clearly says the opposite. Um, so I, I see it's just interesting how, um, you know, the truth 
can become diluted in the church and yes. we can start to pick and choose yes. um, the pieces of the, the word of God that we want to follow, the theology that we want to follow, and then other aspects we can question and battle with and because it makes us feel uncomfortable and dare us feel uncomfortable as American Christians. Um, so I don't know where, what areas do you see uh, the church starting to, you know, how has the church diluted the truth recently? Right. Okay. So that that's like a historical question actually in my mind, because you, you go back to sixties, uh, seventies. That is like probably high legalism. Um, and Turner born, Turner burn. And it is like, you better turn from the pit of hell, you know? And so like, there's this like fearing out of hell and, Mm -hmm. uh, and into heaven. Um, but then come the nineties and you have a whole, the pendulum swings all the other way to seeker sensitive and this place of watered down gospel. And we just want to make sure you feel probably like post Jesus movement. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. But Jesus Mm -hmm. movement actually in a lot of ways, cause people to go to the word because they had all of these new believers who had no idea mm. about the word. Right. Yeah. And so that's, that's why, um, uh, Chuck Smith, I think he, he started Calvary. That's why yeah. he started Calvary was because, Hey, look, we believe in, in the gifts of the Holy spirit, but we need to teach the word like <laughs> for sure the truth and they need to know the truth. They need to know that like, Hey, living with your girlfriend isn't, isn't godly. Right. It's, it's actually immoral. And that's off of the will of God. That's outside of the will of God. Mm-hmm. And so now we're coming back. Like I, we've talked about that. You and I have like, how do we hit moderation? For sure. How do we have this balance where we're we're in in between the the sixties and seventies of turn and burn to the nineties and early two thousands where it's like watered down, just build build a massive church because it feels good. Yeah. And how do we get to this place of real, honest truth and love that points people to the gospel, but also allows them a place to question, allows them a place to um, even just talk about, hey, this is what I think. <laughs> it's yeah. like, and you go, you kind of like look and go, where is that in scripture? Yeah. <laughs> you know, let's, let's talk about this yeah. a little more. And yeah. then you realize through the conversation and because hopefully there's some trust built up that Hey, you, you actually, you've, you got this idea from the world or you got it from some other thing that's actually not in scripture. It's counter, counter to what Jesus instructs us. Yeah. So hopefully trying to get back to that place in the middle. For sure. Yeah. It's good. Um, last question as we're wrapping up here. So, I mean, we talked a lot about like, I think when you sit in on a Sunday and you hear, uh, uh, a, a sermon series titled like truth be told, and you hear about all these truths, biblical truths, I think initial response of a congregant can be, no matter how many times you say, this is for you sitting in the chair, the initial response can be like, <laughs> how do I go tell the truth to the, the non-believers out there in this world and convert them? Oh, yeah. um, so my, my question uh, on this series is like, what does it look like to share truth with non-believers? Okay. And how does that really differ from sharing the truth with a yeah, believer? That's such a good question. Um, first and foremost, if you are thinking about other people during a sermon, um, that's probably natural to a degree, but you've got to discipline yourself to think about uh, how does this apply to me right now? Not totally. my spouse, not my friends, not my nasty coworker. Uh, 
you've got to allow it to change and transform and hit your heart the way it needs yeah. to. It's the same thing Jesus said, look at the speck in your own eye before, um, or, or look at the log in your own eye before the speck in another's. Okay, so... That's that comfort Christianity yeah. when you're sitting there and the the word is for you, but you're, you walk out of service feeling great because you're thinking of all, yes. all the other people in your life who yeah. it applies to. Yes. So I said specifically this weekend, or this last weekend, which is the second week of Truth Be Told, I said, Jesus did not die on the cross to give you the, um, basically, free reign of of speech, what do you want to just share? Um, in fact, for I, you to freely express, yeah, free, however, free, freedom of expression, however you want to express. Yes. Yeah. Because there is a point of like, you know what? You have to earn the right to speak truth into somebody's life. For sure. You got to earn the right. That's why I so disagree with street preachers. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know what? You can tell me that when we've had a dinner, when you show me that you love me, yeah, like Jesus sure. loves me. So, um, the way in which you can bring truth to the world is by living it out faithfully, not being a wishy-washy Christian, like I've shared, but really living out, following after Jesus, the way in which he's called us to, and then you're going to shine bright. You're going to, people will notice, people will, they'll, they'll take a second look. They'll be able to, they will want conversation Yeah. instead of being real, uh, um, like, no, I'm not ready for that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and so, and then you're going to, because of that, you're going to be, you're going to be in connection with the Holy Spirit who's going to lead you throughout the day too. So yeah, I think sure. we have to be really thoughtful and mindful of who we are going after in that regard and, and talking to and dialoguing about this truth. Yeah. I think too, like people love, whether you're a believer or non-believer, wherever you're at in life, like people love to, uh, like genuine people like we like to hear genuine stories yes. transparency don't give me the fluff don't give me and that's i think real where real relationships start to turn the corner where it changes from an instagram uh yes. facebook friendship to like uh oh okay i know your struggles yes but you follow jesus i have those same struggles this is weird like we relate on this level and mm-hmm. it just really invites people in so yeah. i mean vulnerability is it's huge for sure vulnerability draws people in and it rarely ever pushes people out yeah um in fact i don't i don't really have any stories even on the top of my mind that would i would think like whenever i've been vulnerable with people wow there's always a drawing in most most often yeah yeah definitely Well, that's great. I I love uh, this podcast episode. I, I love the sermon series we're in, and I'm really excited to see uh, where we go over in the next couple of weeks. So thanks, Jeff, for being here, and yeah. we will catch you guys on the next Pastors Podcast. Love you guys. Peace out. Peace out. Thank you for giving us a listen to this week. If there's anything that you'd like to hear on this podcast in the future, if you have questions, or if you'd like to hear us interview someone, please send us an email at info at lifechurchchico.org. Have a blessed week.